Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight-figure entrepreneur. Let's go. Okay, super excited to have with me here the founder of SoGal, Pocket Sun. And this is a unique and powerful organization that is doing incredible work in the world. So Pocket, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kelly. Excited to have you here. So for those of you guys that don't know, uh, a little over a year and a half ago, we changed the setup of our organization from a philanthropic standpoint to really focus on a one-for-one model, meaning that for every client that we close, we reserve and make a donation to a charitable organization that we feel aligns with our principles and our mission in the Human Family Foundation, which is our philanthropic arm of the unstoppable entrepreneur. The Human Family Foundation is really about identifying organizations that are doing incredible work in the world to solve important problems and make a big difference and partnering with them using the growth of our organization to help fund, you know, powerful and meaningful projects that they're working on. And last year, we were really excited to be able to partner with Charity Water to fully fund a well in Malawi. And this year, we decided with everything that was happening in the world to really work to try and identify organizations that were impacting social justice causes and minorities and um, really helping give an advantage where maybe an advantage is lacking. And we came across SoGal and we were also recommended to SoGal by many individuals. So uh, Pocket, I'm really excited to have you on the show today. And I would love for you to start by just explaining the mission and the vision uh, behind the work that you're doing at SoGal. Yeah. uh, First of all, thank you, Kelly. And uh, thank you for creating this incredible initiative to support organizations when you close a client. Like, that is awesome. I think every organization should start doing that following your example. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I'm the founder uh, of SoGal. We currently run two organizations. Um, We have a venture capital firm called SoGal Ventures which is um, an early stage investing firm. And we focus on women and diverse entrepreneurs. Um, And we have uh, about $15 million under management and we have made 36 investments in mostly women entrepreneurs um, around the world. Um, And we focus on the future of living, working and staying healthy. Uh, And a great piece of news that came out last week is that um, one of our early investments in 2017 just became a unicorn. So uh, the recent valuation is $1.3 billion and we invested very early. Um, so that's a huge win for not only the female founder, but also for us as a female-led VC firm. Um, so so that's our investing side. And then the side that you interacted with, Kelly, uh, is our nonprofit side called SoGal Foundation. It's a New York, a New York headquartered uh, nonprofit that supports um, women and diverse entrepreneurs all over the world. Basically, it does whatever the fund couldn't do. Um, so the fund can only invest in 10 to 15 women entrepreneurs a year. 
Um, but the foundation can really touch so many women's lives and help them to be entrepreneurial and live on their own terms. So now we actually run over 50 chapters around uh, six continents. We run huge initiatives like SoGal Global Pitch Competition. Uh, we ran uh, SoGal Black Founder Startup Grants this year. Uh, and we're also launching a very powerful angel investing course for women. So we do a lot of really high impact work um, to support next generation women. That is so exciting on so many fronts. And so what really was the driving factor in you beginning this journey? First of all, like talk a little bit about like when you got this started, what that looked like um, and, and what the process of building this organization, the two sides of it has been. Yeah. So I started uh, when I was at grad school. So I was really a student of entrepreneurship and innovation at University of Southern California. And for the first time, I became really interested in entrepreneurship. But very quickly, I realized that I was always the minority as an Asian woman <laughs> at all these startup events, and I felt alone. Um, so with the mindset that I learned in the classroom, which is, you know, solve the problem that you have for yourself. Um, and in the meantime, you can probably help others who have the same issue. So I decided to start SoGal first as a community um, to create a safe space for young women to come together to talk about their entrepreneurial ambitions. And I realized that there wasn't um, a space for women to do that. Uh, it's either too male-oriented or it's, um, it's more small business-oriented, but not really like startup, tech, venture-focused. So that's how we started SoGal. Um, as a group. And then uh, we realized that women in our group are all lacking funding access. And this was a huge bottleneck that everyone was experiencing. So that really inspired me to um, go into the funding routes. Like I was an entrepreneur thinking about how can I solve the funding problem for people in our group? Uh, and then I met my business partner uh, when I was pursuing this executive training course at Stanford about venture capital. So we met there, we were really aligned on creating, uh, solving the diversity gap in venture, uh, which was so obvious, but really very few or like nobody was really doing it in the way that we wanted it. So yeah, so with this entrepreneurial mindset, we started um, planning on raising our own fund and using the fund to challenge the industry norm uh, because it was 2.2% um, of all the venture capital funding that uh, went to women CEOs. So that's such a minuscule percentage compared to you know, what male entrepreneurs are able to raise and spend on growth. Um, so that really drove us to start um, the, the venture side. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, it is. It's amazing that still in this day and age, 2% uh, of that funding is going to women. It is absolutely crazy. <laughs> the work that you're doing is really, really important. Um, you know, you guys are really trying to change industry norms and pioneer new thought processes and new ways of thinking and, you know, different behaviors. And so I would love for you to talk a little bit about what that journey has been like, because I have to think that there were, you know, some some deep inroads that you needed to 
you know, create in order to effectively do this work that you're doing. And I would love to hear about that because I think people always see organizations operating at a high level and doing these really awesome things in the world. And they don't realize everything that people went through to get to that space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So much has happened in the past five years. Uh, when we started the thought of starting a venture capital firm, it was almost unthinkable because the industry did not look like us. And we were total outsiders. We were like just graduating from grad schools. Both of us were in our like mid twenties and with no real like venture or finance or startup experience in the past. So we were really, you know, not a popular pick, <laughs> but uh, we realized that, you know, we're trying to solve a need and it's not really about us. It's really about, you know, all these women entrepreneurs that we saw huge potential in, but they're getting ignored and even disrespected um, by most VCs. And we just felt really driven by, by, by the thought that we have to change it for them. And if it's not us, then someone else should do it. So why not? you know, give it a shot. Um, so it, it it helped motivate us um, throughout the years and we learned a ton. Um, and in the beginning it was so difficult to fundraise um, because, you know, we didn't really have the experience and nobody knew who we were. So we did took some unconventional routes. We started writing a blog because very few women VCs were blogging at the time. So we started blogging, we started interviewing these women VCs as a way to learn firsthand from them. Um, and we were able to slowly starting like to build this network and we uh, kept growing our community and kept establishing our brand name um, as a connector for uh, women entrepreneurs and investors. We started socializing the idea that we're going to start investing in women and we actually started doing it in very small scale um i started angel investing with a thousand dollars on angel list um and then started making other small investments um my business partner started the fund uh to support entrepreneurs in johns hopkins and that was our learning ground in um, understanding the ins and outs of running a fund fundraising setting up the fund, the administration and um, portfolio management, et cetera, et cetera. So we're really believers in um, like learning it while doing, doing it. Um, and it was really the only way because um, we thought if we started investing, then no one could question that, you know, whether we're investors or not. So um, we started doing it. We kept uh, growing the brand, growing the community. And we started speaking at events. We started to uh, catch some people's attention and we started having individual conversations and these individuals started to talk to other people about us. Um, so it's a blend of word of mouth and we got really lucky with press and media as well. Um, so we got some code uh, outreach from people who read about us somewhere. Uh, and then we were also able to turn our expertise in like um, the millennial and Gen Z economy, the, the, the she economy uh, into um, speaking materials. So we started to get invited to uh, keynote at conferences, et cetera. So we really did a lot of, um, I guess, uh, 
unconventional things to raise money. Um, and we started to attract uh, people who really believe in uh, investing in women and believing in the potential of women entrepreneurs. So we are really lucky in finding that tribe who really believe in the mission and uh, jumped in on the boat um, when no one really believed in us. Um, so yeah, it's a long process of just trying and keep getting uh, our name and our story out there um, and keep proving that we're doing what we say we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So is, is part of your mission in, in really encouraging others to look at investing in women-owned, minority-owned businesses versus I think when people think about investing, they immediately think of stock market or real estate or, you know, these other asset classes, you know, are you really looking to change the conversation around people looking at opportunities to invest in these businesses? Absolutely. I think uh, a big part of my mission is to change how people, especially women, think about money. Um, yes. so I think when we grow up, um, there are so many restrictions about how we think about money, how we think about wealth creation. Um, and most likely we're taught about, you know, saving and like not spending too much uh, versus guys grew up thinking, oh, I got to be rich. Like I have to make money. I have to, you know, be wealthy. So it's a very different mindset. And I think women are usually like trapped in a money black hole because, you know, women get less supported to, um, to receive education. So like women take up a uh, majority of the student loans in the U.S. Um, and then women are definitely the target of consumerism. So like women starting from middle, like middle school age, we start to be bombarded by all the media telling us that we're not enough and th that we have to buy all these things and spend money on every part of our body to make us decent and, you know, res respectable. Um, and at the same time, women are also um, in less paid industries because women are not encouraged to get into STEM careers like uh, engineering and math and science, etc. Um, and even if women are doing the same job as men, like women are making less. Um, so, and also women are less likely to invest. Like even if women inherit a lot of money or become rich, they're more likely to do philanthropy work than to invest that money. Um, so I think all of these links uh, put women in a disadvantaged spot. Mm -hmm. um, and I think by the time we retire, like women are making, like are missing out on millions of dollars because of all these things. And it's almost like a trap and we have to get right. out of it. And I think a great way to do it is to realize that your money is a flow of energy. Like where your money goes to really, really matters. So for example, I'm planning a wedding, then like I'm spending all the money on female vendors, like my wedding dress, my wedding venue, like my wedding designer, etc. Like every, every penny I spend, I want to give it to women. And when I invest, I want my money to go to women entrepreneurs, because I know that women entrepreneurs are, in general, more capital efficient, and they are more likely to care about like sustainability and um, the profitability of the business and like caring for her employees, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, there are so many additional benefits for 
society and community when you invest in women who you know are dedicated to um, bettering the world. So I really think you can direct your money to build a, a more ideal future. Um, so yeah, so with the with our only investing, we want to prove that you know investing in women reaps great rewards. And I think now we have really good um, of a track record to show that. And we hope that we can inspire more fund managers and uh, limited partners who are, I guess, our upstream who invest in VC funds um, to change their behaviors and uh, allocate more of their assets into um, diversity-driven uh, funds. Um, and we also want to encourage high-achieving women who are, who are already capable of angel investing but are not making this kind of life-changing wealth by you know betting on early stage companies and betting on the smartest people that you are already meeting um so yeah there are there are so many uh ways to really change you know how money works in this world and how we can um direct our money to build a better world I love it. You are so inspiring and so revolutionary and just incredible in the the pioneering work that you're doing. And I'm so, so happy to be linking arms with your organization. And I look forward to many more opportunities to have uh, the Human Family Foundation and UE donate to the causes that you guys are driving. I think it's so, so important to be uh, selective and, and smart about that. And I want to invite everybody that's listening to kind of learn more about exactly what you were just sharing, Pocket, because I think that, you know, when we think about where we put our money, you know, many individuals aren't thinking about, hey, where am I investing in these women uh, run or minority run uh, businesses where people are giving, you know, their whole heart and their whole faith to growth. And it is a great place to invest. So what is kind of a next step that you can give everyone listening today to uh, learn more about this work that you're doing and these opportunities that you guys have available? Yeah. Um, so one thing that everyone could do is to, you know, spend a minute um, to just research, like, who is the boss like who is the ceo of the company that you're spending money on um and is it the same old <laughs> group of people that you are you know making wealthier or are you supporting an emerging force that could you know um that could really uh level up and um create a more diverse society um so, yeah, so like think about, you know, when you make your holiday purchases, for example, uh, we encourage all of our investors and people in our community to do their holiday shopping from female founded companies. Um, and for angel investing, like, for example, I think, Kelly, you absolutely need to start looking into that. <laughs> um, yeah. Like that is going to be, you know, such uh, great potential, like long term wealth that you create on a mostly passive basis. Um, and I think that's gonna have a huge impact um, for uh, women. So- For sure. Yeah, and even if like college students, um, we even had like female high school students who joined our angel investing course uh, with their parents. So I feel like- Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. What, what a, a lifetime, right? Yeah, and it's For really- sure. 
it's not like when you have money you can invest no like it's a mindset you can think about things and think about the world think about your career in a completely different mentality so we really encourage everyone to um either take the course or just you know start uh, just plant the seed of this idea in your head and see you know like maybe in a few years you will think back on this you know angel investing concept and you can search for socal and <laughs> um and find out about our course but now uh people could go to um fempiregroup.com so it's empire with an f in the beginning um so fempiregroup.com to look for more information on the angel investing uh, awesome. education awesome well thank you so much for the incredible work that you're doing in the world and like i said we're so proud to be linking arms with you keep it up keep fighting the good fight we will help spread the word and i really appreciate you coming on the show today thank you so much kelly and i hope to stay in touch Absolutely. Thanks, Pocket. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you. If you're loving the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show and have gotten any value out of it for your business or your life, would you mind doing two things for me? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their business online. And I would so appreciate and have so much gratitude to you if you could take that action for me. And subscribing is what gets you notified each time a new show gets released so you never miss a thing. Our listener reviews have helped us to climb into the top 15 of all marketing podcasts and we'd love your help to keep on climbing. Here's our next 600 episodes together. We so appreciate you and look forward to thousands more.